Hey guys, it's Tanara. Before we get started with this episode, just want to remind you guys to follow a Pisces Moon podcast on Instagram at a Pisces Moon podcast and also follow my personal Instagram at I glisten in the sun underscore. All right, let's get started. I think a lot of people would agree that people are just too sensitive these days, but I'd argue that and say maybe You ain't sensitive enough. Welcome to a Pisces Moon podcast, starring your host, Tanara. Join me every week as we talk about love, relationships, mental health, self-care, childhood trauma, and more. Nothing's off limits here, and this is a safe space to dive deep, because getting in your feelings is how you truly get into healing. what's up guys how are y'all doing what's good welcome back to another episode of a pisces moon podcast with your host the fabulous the beautiful the sexy the thick um the smart the successful i have to i have to yeah, I got to give myself affirmations. Give yourself some affirmations right now if you're listening to this. Pause this and give yourself two affirmations. All right, period. But it's your host, Tanara, okay? But yes, it is Tanara. Um, We're back with episode five. Bro, we're already at episode five. This is crazy. First and foremost, I want to say thank you to every single person that's been listening to this podcast. Every single person who's taken the time out. To just, you know, chill out with your girl, you know what I'm saying? For about 35 to 45 minutes, you know, during each episode. Um, I thank you for listening to me while you were in the car, while you were at work, while you are at home, you know. And those of you who stay the whole episode and really listen to everything that I have to say and share with you, I want to say I genuinely and sincerely appreciate it. Um, and the fact that I'm already to episode five. And when I was first thinking about making a podcast, I was very nervous. You know, I'm still just healing. You know, everyone's healing, guys. And I had a lot of insecurity when it came to just sharing myself with other people. I still do. Um, I can admit a lot of the times I'm I'm very protective of myself um, just because of the things that I've been through. And Sometimes I'm a bit overprotective, even when it comes to sharing my voice, sharing my talents or sharing just like my personality. So I really want to thank you guys for just being here. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, sharing this time with me. OK, so anyway, um, it is Friday right now as I'm recording this. So it is the weekend. So um. I'm chilling, you know what I'm saying? Went to work today. Um, I work with children, so yeah, I'm just happy to be decompressing. But yesterday I had went to work um as well and I got off and usually um I try sometimes, not every day, but I go to a coffee shop. I like going to coffee shops. That is my way of chilling out, you know, decompressing um after a long day. And for some reason, I became more of a coffee drinker this year. Um, Like, for real, for real. Um, I would say definitely back in, like, August is when I really started to drink caffeine a lot more. I don't know. Um, I think I'm just really into the taste. Um, Depending on the type of coffee that I drink, uh, mostly if it's an espresso or, like, an iced coffee, that's what really gets me, like, ready for the day. But, you know, a regular ass frappe or, you know what I'm saying, something like that ain't really finna do nothing for me. Um, but yeah, that iced coffee, <laughs> I am a, I am a, um, sorry, I don't know what I was trying to say. I had like a little brain fart, but I am addicted to iced coffee. I'm one of those girls. Yes. Okay. But anyway, went to a coffee shop that I really like to go to and there's a park not too far from that coffee shop, literally, because it's like right next to a neighborhood. 
And um, the park is like duck, ducked off in like a cut or whatever. So, you know, I discovered the park and I was like, cool, this is my little spot. I'm gonna make this one of my little spots around Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? So walked over to the park or whatever. And um, I was just walking, you know, and, and usually I find that when you are really in a um, when you are really in a space of being present and just in the moment that's when God or, you know, spirit will send you messages. And so, um, excuse me. And so one of the messages that I got, I had just been thinking a lot about, um, I guess I should give a backstory, but you know, I'm single at this time. I do not have anyone that I am seriously dating, nor do I have anyone that I'm talking to at this time at this point. Um, so I'm just like completely, completely, completely single. Um, of course there are some people that, you know, be trying to pull on your, you know, string, but nobody worth really, um, even turning to look at, to be totally honest with you. And that might sound mean, but Hey, if the shoe fits, wear it. But, um, yeah, I did have this guy that I recently, um, of course stopped talking to. It's about to come up on a month, I guess you could say. And, Um, I would say it was more so, um, it wasn't anything serious, but I still was attached to this person. I still started to care about them. And I met them at a time in my life where I was really struggling, uh, mentally, financially. Um, and so I wasn't even looking for this person and they kind of showed up and they brought a lot of joy, um, to my life. And we had a lot of fun together. We did a lot of things discovered, you know, new things together. And yeah, he was not my, my, uh, normal type at all. Not someone that I would usually go for. Um, and so I really, really just like appreciated him, but then I just kind of seen some things about him that I really, truly didn't like. Um, you know, because I asked for clarity about our relationship because he was sending mixed signals um, because it was really a casual type of deal. It was like we were more so friends. It really felt like a friend situation, but we happened to be, you know, doing the do as well. You know what I'm saying? But it was like I learned so much about him. We had similar childhoods, similar backgrounds. Um, you know, I was super attracted to them. I felt like we had a lot of chemistry. They were fun. We had so much fun together. I just felt really comfortable. Like, and I don't know if this sounds weird, but almost like a brother. Like, and I don't want that to sound like weird in like a incest type way. Cause no, but it was like, yeah, like a, almost could have probably been like a kindred spirit. Maybe I'm not sure, but that, that name came to me. And so I think, um, the only thing that kind of disturbed things was that, they would kind of send mixed signals and say things like they wanted me um, to meet their family. They wanted to um, bring me around their mom or they would bring me around their mom or we're going to travel together. We're going to do this. And I would tell him, hey, like, um, you know, let's kind of like stop doing that. You know, let's stop sending mixed signals. Like if we're just going to, you know what I'm saying? be getting to know each other and talking to each other and you know what I'm saying um taking things step by step then let's do that you know we're having fun but then they kept sending mixed signals and so it just really was starting to kind of confuse me because I'm like okay so what do you really want and so I ended up addressing it again and um they were like oh well we're friends with benefits and I was like mm well, why are you sending mixed signals then? Because I've already told you before to stop doing that. So pretty much that's when things like after I called the person out on how he was sending mixed signals, he, instead of taking accountability, um, wanted to pretty much just stop talking, kind of cut me off and whatever else. Um, And yeah, it was just kind of weird, you know, I wasn't sure if it was one of those um, situations where 
they maybe didn't want to admit that they were catching feelings or or what? Because I mean, by this time you had already got the kukanana. That's what I call that's what I call um the 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 private part, guys. You already didn't got the kukanana, so it's like at this point ain't no need to front no more, you know? But at the end of the day I can't read anyone's mind. So that's just the backstory to the whole thing. So, you know, I kinda just been um recovering from that. Um because the communication really was not um mature um on their side and it really ruined things and it it, it probably could have you know resolved things and it didn't because they weren't willing to you know really be um accountable and even vulnerable you know when it came to Hey, you know, I did do this. It was kind of like, well, yeah, I did it, but I don't owe you anything. And it's like, no, you do. (laughs) It's just like being a decent human being, you know. And so I feel like I just seen another side and that I didn't like. And, you know, I was just like, well, I guess those are their true colors. You know what I'm saying? I can't really be upset. I just have to uh, take the L and keep it pushing. Um and it's like, even though I knew we weren't together, I think people forget that you still can become attached to people. You still can care about people, even if it's not anything super serious or committed, you know? And so pretty much um, I've just been taking the time to um, detach my energy from that situation and, you know, um, wish them well and at the end of the day, I have things that I'm focused on. So um, I just try not to get too caught up in different things that are a distraction. And I think that's been one main thing I have been praying about is, man, not letting things distract you um, because distractions come in so many forms. And even at times we can distract ourselves from what we're supposed to be doing. And I feel like distractions, you know, it can be just random stuff, just like, you know, old people coming back into your life, you know, while you're trying to focus and get yourself together. And and I feel like also people can smell when you're moving on. So it's funny because I've been moving on from this person and just trying to heal. And, you know, I've done the crying. I've done the different things because I, you know, I was attached and maybe I even fell in love. Who knows? I don't shoot. I don't really know. But I don't feel like it was necessarily like deep love or nothing like that. But, um, you know, I just feel like I really did form an attachment. Um, and so, yeah, I felt like uh, I finally had got to the space where, you know, I had went through that process and being angry as well and annoyed and all this type of stuff. And one day I was just chilling and and then all of a sudden I thought about this person and they popped up, a text message popped up from them. And um, they were saying, hey, it's been a while and this, this and that. And I'm like, well, that that's on you, buddy. Like, you know, like you stopped talking to me technically. You know what I'm saying? That literally is what happened. Like I was still open to having a friendship with you because I felt like we had a friendship first. You know, because we didn't start off immediately having um, sex or anything. It was just like, you know, but I don't want to tell too much of my business. I'm just being just really giving the backstory. But it was like this person pops up and then it's like, hey, it's been a while. And it's like, "Mm," I felt like they could feel me really removing my energy. So they were kind of like afraid of like me completely detaching. And it's like, (laughs) it's still going to happen anyway. (laughs) but it just was funny because I had already been praying about God, please help me. And it's funny because now I'm, this is one thing I noticed about prayer. And this, this kind of just came to me right now is that when you pray for something specifically, like your focus will automatically, it's like a dial. Like when you turn the radio, like it's almost like that frequency is turned to focus more on that thing. And it, and it, it's not necessarily in a bad way. It's just, you'll be more, um, 
aware of what you're praying about because you set that intention. And so because I prayed to God and and said, hey, can you please help me to um, have discernment when it comes to distractions and knowing um, what is a distraction and what is not a distraction, what I need to keep in my life, what I don't need to keep in my life, um, you know, and just remove those things. And so now it's just been different things popping up, like old friends um, requesting me on Facebook um, that were like really, really like pivotal um, people, you know what I'm saying? Like people who I really like were close to at one point, you know, adding me on Facebook, um, you know, just weird stuff like people wanting to argue with you over something stupid that doesn't make sense. Um, it's been a few things like some random guy that I had, um, really met on Facebook who got my number and didn't use it. (laughs) We ended up getting into an argument about him not actually pursuing me. And then he tried to flip it around and make it seem like it was on me that he didn't put in the effort. It was just like, what? But I say all this to say I'm I'm wise enough and I'm, you know, aware enough to know that, hey, I did pray about distractions. And so now (laughs) I'm able to see, okay, this is a distraction, like, because this doesn't even matter. And that's really how you'll know something is, is a distraction, because like, is this important? Like, (laughs) do I really need to engage in this? Do I really need to do this? And, you know, I don't, you know what I'm saying? If it's, if it's not going to be anything that's going to elevate my life in any type of way or make me feel good or, or help me to take care of my business, if it's draining me, if it's stressing me, if it's, um, you know what I'm saying? Making me feel bad or making me feel annoyed or any type of negative feelings like and it's stopping me from doing what I need to do or taking me away from myself. It's a distraction, you know, and that's why um, it's just so important to focus on yourself, tend to your own garden, because there's so many things that just try to pull our energy away from us. Like that's the constant fight of, you know, life. It's like, there's so many things trying to pull your energy away from yourself and you really should be your main focus. You know what I'm saying? And I know certain people argue and say, oh, we're such a selfish generation and this, this and that. But honestly, I do feel like we have to get back into self and to learn how to truly give to other people. Because too many of us don't know ourselves and too many of us are so distracted by outside validation and so many things that we're, we are not able to tap into ourselves. We don't spend enough time alone. You know, we're always on our phones, always, you know, dealing with electronics and, you know, just so many things. Um, Worried about other people, worried about what people think about us, whether it's at work, at school, you know, um, social settings, just so many things. So I do feel like it is important for us to get back attuned with self. And that's why I am such a spiritual person, because that's really what spirituality is about. It's about evolving. It's about ascension. But it's about you uncovering all of these things about yourself. It's really just self-assessment, self-discovery, self-healing, just everything with self. And so then you are able to really um align with the life that you want like for real and that's what I'm focused on I'm 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 really just focused on my my mindset I'm focused on you know my thoughts the way that I um you know what I'm saying respond to things you know and not letting things that are distractions take me out of that you know because it's so easy to Like, oh, look at this. It's just like a little kid who just can't hold their focus. And I feel like that's just life in general. Like you're trying to do something and suddenly you, um, you know what I'm saying? You get distracted by this shiny toy and it's like, ooh, what's that? And then it's like, you don't even want it anymore after two seconds. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think um, 
this definitely just this whole situation with this guy just really kind of showed me like, hey, you know, I don't feel like he was I don't feel like he's a terrible person or anything. And I felt like he did serve his purpose. And I'll always remember him, you know, um, if we never talk again or whatever. But because I, I know for a fact he came in at such a at such a a coincidental time. And I don't ever feel like there's anything um I don't feel like there's a such thing as coincidences. I'm going to just say that. I truly feel like everything in our lives is planned. Um, and the reason why I feel this is just, is just because, you know, if you believe in God, it's like God has set out a path for you. And I also think that the way that the world is set up and the way that just, I don't know, the spiritual realm is set up there's the butterfly effect. There's also just things like there's a cause and effect. So it's like if you see an advertisement on the TV, the food looks good. It's like, what are you going to do? Nine times out of 10, you're going to go to that restaurant and buy that. I just feel like we're always being influenced in some type of way, whether it is subtly or whether it is like blatant and in your face like you could overhear a conversation and it sparks something in you to want to go do something and I feel like it's all from you know what I'm saying the divine like they you know set these things up but so you think like oh I just happened to discover this and it's like nah it was meant for that to happen you know what I'm saying like you were meant to go to this store to meet this person then y'all end up together or you were meant to go to this um social gathering to meet these people and then they help you with your career just so many things tying to each other I don't feel like anything is ever coincidental ever 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 you know and I do feel like you know um I do feel like you can um, ask for things and God will put it in your path. But I even feel like it's a reason why you even felt like you needed to pray for that. Anyway, I just don't believe that things are just based off free will. Like, I don't. I really, really, really don't. I feel like everything is planned. Everything is so mathematic um, as far as just like you know, numbers and synchronicities and so many things, because, you know, um, I guess you could say the matrix is really ran by numbers. It's just like, we're always being guided in some type of way. We're always being nudged. We're always being pushed in a certain direction. Um, yeah. And, and that's just what it is. It's like a, it's just like a, a huge, like board game to me, you know, that's just how I think about life. But yeah, I do appreciate the time that me and this person have spent together and all of that but as I was walking to the coffee shop <laughs> as you could see we you know um went back into that but as I was walking to the coffee shop I just was walking and you know um enjoying the fresh air looking around looking at the sky all this you know and it just came to me like I really truly do understand why I have attracted the type of men that I have attracted um and it's really because you know because I kind of just wondered why with this person why did they act the way that they acted why did they feel like I owed them something or like they were trying to um make me feel like I did something wrong or you know what I'm saying like what what was this about you know why was it so easy for them to just like up and like Stop talking to me. Stop communicating with me. And I know that it has nothing to do with me personally. But the fact that I keep attracting or that I keep dealing with these types of people who have these similar traits, it is something that I have to look within about. And so, you know, I've been just praying about my love life as well. And I just came to realize that one, and I talked about this in my first episode of the podcast where I um, talked about um, where I talked about five things I've learned about myself while single. So go ahead and check that out if you have not checked that out. But yes, I was just saying how, you know, I really am 
excuse me guys i'm over here moving around i don't want this to to pick up on the mic give me one second but yes pretty much um in that episode where i talked about you know the five things i learned about myself while single i just was saying how i am afraid of being alone um and it's like the funny thing is i spend so much time alone but that's still a fear of mine i guess because it's been a theme in my life since my childhood i've always been left by myself a lot i've always had to rely on myself and i'm like well what if what if this is it you know and that's that's what really scares me and i think also another thing that i am um really fearful of is like that I can't get what I want as far as like a relationship or love and the type of relationship that I see myself in because I see myself in a certain relationship uh with a certain kind of man or woman because I am bisexual um shout out to all my fellow bisexuals out there um we we get a bad rep we we really do get a bad rep but we're cool we're cool um, and all of us do not want to have a threesome with you and your ugly ass wife. Sorry. Uh, you ugly too, though. But anyway, um, no, the whole thing is. And I meant that. But Hey, <laughs> hey, man, say man. But no, um, what the hell was I saying? I feel like a part of me has settled for uh, certain dynamics that were not what I actually wanted, um, you know, which could be casual dealings or whatever because I felt like well this is the best I'm gonna get for now this is the best that I'm gonna get for now and it's I guess because I'm so used to my needs not being met so I'm just sitting there walking and this this realization just comes to me because I seen a post on Instagram um by this woman who talks a lot about um she's she's a spiritualist but she talks a lot about childhood trauma um, and just things to do with, um, abusive, um, relationships or narcissistic relationships, all this type of stuff. So she was just talking about how, of course, and you know, most of us know this, but we are attracted to, um, people that are like our parents, you know, people who are similar or have similar traits to the parents that we were raised by or whatever guardian you were raised by, because everybody was not raised by their parents. Right. Um, but, depending on that dynamic those are the type of people that you are attract that you will attract so you know if you were used to your needs not being met if you were used to you know having to um rely on yourself and and i mean obviously you should um you know always rely on your own self for your happiness but as far as like you know what I'm saying? Like you don't have any type of real emotional support as a child and you have to beg to get your needs met or it has to be like a, a really big um, cry out for help or, you know what I'm saying? Like you're used to just really depending on yourself. Then it's like you're always going to attract people who aren't willing to, you know what I'm saying? They aren't willing to put in the effort. They aren't willing to actually care about your feelings and you know you'll find yourself being there for them or you'll find yourself putting in the effort for them but it won't be reciprocated um you know it ignoring your needs you know even though you're trying to communicate things it's like they're ignoring you and then you have to literally have a huge tower moment just to get attention you know and um I just feel like I kind of realized like, wow, like, especially when it comes to my father, like I realized like, man, like this makes sense. Cause, um, the girl on Instagram was just like, um, the reason why you're attracted to people is because if your parent was like this, then you're going to be attracted to men that are just like that because you're trying to go towards what you are used to and I'm like that makes sense like you're going towards the energy that you are comfortable in you're not going to be comfortable in that healthy energy that you should be attracted to because this is what you're used to and it's like I almost thought that I I really did think I was completely over just like 
attracting emotionally unavailable people. And it's not even about this is what I don't like to let's talk about this. It's just a little side note. I do not like when people say you are what you attract. No, you are not, bro. I don't care what none of y'all say. We can argue about this. Okay, because the way I look at it, you are not what you attract. You are what you entertain. Okay, you are what you entertain. And I feel like that gives you um, I feel like that gives you more power when you hear that phrase. But it is true, because if you feel like that's all you can get, that's what you're going to entertain. And that's what I have been doing. So it's like you, you're not what you attract because people uh, good and bad people are going to be attracted to you. That's anybody. I don't care what nobody says. And especially if you have a light or you have a um, you know what I'm saying? You have a light or an aura that just exudes, you know, confidence and peace and kindness, you know, in which I do. I try to keep myself in a really balanced state, you know, because why not? So you're going to attract different types of people, you know, and that's just what it is. But it's about what you entertain. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're if you're still um, unhealed, you know, and I mean, we're always healing, but if you are still in a place where, you know, you haven't truly gotten over your childhood wounds or you haven't even, I feel like also it's just a matter of like timing, dude. Like, you know, when it comes to healing, it's just a matter of timing. Like, yes, do the shadow work. Yes. Go to therapy. Yes, pray. Yes, have your spiritual practice, all this. But I feel like timing isn't everything. And it's like you cannot rush your healing, you know, and you have to be willing to be patient with yourself. So it's just all about timing. So when it comes to just the mindset of saying, okay, I want to choose different, because it's like, even if you say, I want to choose different, are you actually going to choose different? Because there may be something within you, and I truly do believe this. There may be something hidden deep down that you haven't uncovered yet. And that's the reason why you have to still go back to choose that same thing because you haven't learned all the lessons that come with that. You haven't learned all the lessons that come with you choosing that thing that is bad for you. You have to understand every aspect of why it's bad for you or every aspect of why you should not choose that, you know? And whether it's about just aspects of yourself that you need to learn about um, and and just how to identify those types of people that you don't want and why you don't want those type of people anymore. You know, I just feel like it's it's like when someone is in an abusive, um, an abusive relationship in an in a abusive work setting, just different things like that. Um. It's just like you have to be tired, you know, no matter what your friends say, no matter what person on YouTube, what person on a podcast like this one, whoever says whatever. It's about timing and that timing. That is what is going to depend on when you are truly done, when you are truly finished with it. Like, I feel like everything, once again, is so perfectly like crafted in this life and, and just so um, perfectly laid out. Like, yes, you have a certain time when you're going to be fed up with something and you're going to be like, yep, I'm done. You know? And I don't also, I also don't feel like you should wait until you are, you know, drained and just burnt out completely with a situation in order to, you know, heal it, you know, but I feel like sometimes that's the breakthrough for some of us, like you have to really be drugged through the mud before you say, hey, I'm I'm really finished with this. And then from that point on, it will be easier for you. But you got to learn first. It's like putting the training wheels, like taking the training wheels off a bike. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to get used to that. You might fall a few times and you might scrape your knee. You know, you might really hurt yourself. But once you really learn how to ride that bike, <laughs> you're never going to forget, you know what I'm saying? And you'll be reminded, you know? So I just feel like, yeah, don't wait all the way until you're at your, you know, bitter end. But, you know, for some of us, 
because we got a hard head and you know like the old school black folks say a hard head make a soft ass some of us need that you know so I just feel like yeah I was thinking about the relationship with me and my father um you know, I, I do not have a good relationship with my mom nor my father. I was raised by my grandparents. Um, you know, the first early years of my life, I was with my parents, but they eventually broke up. And then I was just with my mom and then she left as well. So then I was with my grandparents. So but I just realized, you know, the dynamic between me and my father, you know, he um, let's just say he's a very complicated man. Um <laughs> And it's almost as if, you know, I realized the dynamic between us was um, he never did what he was supposed to do as a parent. But then he felt like I was supposed to still um, just accept him and, and still just not have any issues with him and never say anything about anything and you know that he can control me or or that I need to act a certain way for him and you know what I'm saying um he would just go out of his way to make me feel bad and or make me feel small you know what I'm saying it was like almost as if I kind of had to prove myself to him and it's like wow but you're you're the parent like I don't get it you know and I I feel like this dynamic has played out in the type of men that I've even entertained because I I find that I've you know um just entertained a lot of men who you know they they want to uh make you feel small or control you in some type of way ignore you uh when when they don't get their way and punish you for some strange reason. And it's then, then it's like this dynamic where you have to prove your love to them or prove that you're worthy. And it's like, well, no, you know what I'm saying? And it's all because they're playing out their own wounds as well, you know, but I felt like, um, that's kind of the dynamic that's played out when it comes to the type of people that I choose. And so because of that, and especially before I, became more confident, um, developed more self-esteem and self-love, I will, you know, just enter, go along with certain things, not speak up enough, um, actually try to prove myself to, you know, to be chosen, you know what I'm saying? And, and I guess that's how it felt for me with my father. I, I felt like everybody else got the attention that I wanted. Everybody else got the care that I wanted, you know, other family members, you know, his, his mom and just everything else. But I couldn't even get a, a a conversation to say I apologize that was genuine and that hurt me um a lot it really did it hurt me really bad um especially because you know someone knows that they've dropped the ball um and dropping the ball as a father is you know it's it's really something that you can never truly come back from I I just dropping the ball as a parent period and so it's the fact that it's almost as if the ego was just telling him like oh you know she's the one in the wrong and she's acting like this and she's acting like that and instead of saying hey you know I really truly did let you down and having changed behavior behind it you know um but anyway I just felt like after all of that, you know, as I grew older, I realized like that's the type of dynamic that's been playing out, you know, like, and I think I just was also taught to um, constantly forgive, even when forgiveness was not, it wasn't deserved, man, it just wasn't. And I'm not saying like, oh, you know, forgiveness isn't a good thing. It It is for yourself. I don't feel like, oh, I need to call nobody up and say, oh, I forgive you. No, I'm going to forgive you for myself and move on. But I just feel like um, I just was taught to um, always try to rationalize like why, you know, oh, this is why this person did this. And I was even doing those things for my father, but it was just you know, I don't feel like 
that compassion or even that empathy was returned uh, from a child's perspective. And so, like I said, I just would get into situations with men like that, you know. Um, It was almost like they're trying to just, like I said, punish you. And it's like, why do I need to prove myself to you? For what? Why do you need to um, drag me through the mud for you to finally give me some type of recognition when you know that you are the one that's doing wrong or or you are the one who, you know what I'm saying, isn't taking accountability for your actions. And I would deal with it and I would, um, you know, think, okay, well, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm being too hard. Maybe I'm doing this. Maybe I'm doing that. And yeah, I feel like I'm finally coming to the place where it's like, no, we need to stop making excuses for people because if they wanted to, they would. And I think that's what I also just realized with my parents, you know, my mom and my father. Um, I was just taught to forgive like a lot of messed up stuff. You know, a lot of messed up things that were said that were done a lot of the times that I was let down. So I feel like I just am used to being let down and disappointed. I'm just used to it. And I almost um, I'm always like, oh, you know, maybe it's not that bad. I I think that's what it is. I've been kind of um, desensitized (laughs) to how just like, you know, wrong people can be because I've dealt with you know, really crappy parents and really crappy family members and a lot of drama and a lot of chaos. And so I I just expect disappointment, you know? And so then I feel like, you know, well, this is fine. You know, (laughs) like it's better than what it could be, you know? And I feel like I'm not verbally saying that to myself, but subconsciously, that's what it is. You know, and like I said, I'll I'll settle for maybe a casual relationship um, because I feel like, well, I can handle this. You know, I'm not getting actually what I want. And maybe it's because also I don't believe I can get it. Because one thing that we forget is that once you say, okay, this is what I want, then you have to prepare yourself for it. And then you have to be patient and wait on it. So you set that intention and you prepare yourself for it, you put that action in, and then you just have to wait for the results to actually, you know, manifest themselves. But I feel like that's one thing that I haven't done, you know, because I feel like I definitely have set the intention of what I want, but I don't really believe it. I'm gonna be honest. And, you know, uh, I am doing the internal work, I will say that. And, um, that's pretty much every day of my life is reflecting and healing and trying to just be as balanced as a person, um, mind, body, spirit as possible, you know, and I will continue to incorporate practices and and regimens to even more so um, enhance that. But yeah, I just feel like, do I really believe it? And so that's what I'm working on right now. I want to really believe, you know, Because the other day when um, I was praying, I was just like, I just know it's somebody out there for me. I know if I'm this person, because you know when things don't resonate with you. And I think that's another thing about the settling thing or just entertaining people that you know, like, aren't going to be in your life in the future. You know, like I've talked to guys, I can just tell by the conversation it's not going to work. Or I can just feel it. I'm like, "Mm, you're not going to be in my life in the future. But you know, we'll just enjoy the ride. And it's like, you know, that that's life's experiences, of course, you know, people come and go. But I feel like at times you shouldn't even open the door, you know, with certain people. And it's a hit or miss, you know, um, because sometimes for a lot of people who do try to come at me, I am like that, you know, but sometimes, you know, your girl, I'll, I'll try things out and then be like, Mm-mm, that's not working, you know. So that's what I'm focused on now is actually understanding like, hey, you know, if 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 you really believe that there is someone for you that is truly in alignment with you, you know, if you believe that because you know what's not for you, you know, and you know like what you resonate with, you know, you know what 
you envision for yourself in your life. So why are you settling for anything less than that? And so I had to really check myself. And I, I actually cried like real tears, but it was like of joy because it was like, I just know it's someone out there for me. I know there's someone out there. I know that there's someone who resonates with the things that I resonate with. We can talk about just anything, you know, because I feel like I've met different aspects of the type of person that I want. Like maybe this person, they might have this one trait that I know that's in the type of person that I want. Then I meet another person. It's like, okay, like maybe this person's super smart. This other person is super intellectual. This other person, you know, super creative, you know, or some of them might have two of the traits that I want, you know what I'm saying? But I know that there's someone who has a whole like package and no, they don't have to be perfect. I'm not one of them type of people, but I know that I can meet someone who, uh, who is committed to, you know what I'm saying? Their mind, body, and soul being aligned. And that's really what, that's really what I am attracted to. That's really what I want. And yeah, I'm just like, bro, Tanara, why have you been settling for less? And it's like, I'm 25 years old. I'm trying to give myself a break because I'm really hard on myself about just being the best person that I can be. And I don't open up too much about that with different people. But man, I'm really committed to living my purpose on this earth and just being like successful in all forms, not just one, you know, but my most important like the the thing that matters most to me is my spiritual foundation is my connection with God and and my self-love and me having morals and values that I hold close, you know, and just being me in general, you know, that's really what matters to me first and all the other stuff will follow. So it's like, I know there's someone else who thinks like that. I know that there is, you know, so yeah, I just feel like I had to really uncover like, man, I'm still reliving this pattern. I'm still reliving this pattern. And I think that's why I'm not mad at the guy because it's like maybe before, you know, if I was like way younger and I was blaming like, oh, it's their fault. It's their fault. But it's like one thing you realize as you get older, it's like, man, look, I have to take accountability for my actions. And at the end of the day, it's no bad blood. You're not perfect, but I know it's because you're hurt. And I know it's because you've been through trauma, just like I have. So I'm not going to hold it against you. You know what I'm saying? And so I have to make my healing a priority. You know, I can't wait on you to act right because I can only control myself. So, yeah, um, that's just really that overall. Um, I feel like that. I feel like that thought, um, just walking to the park really just opened it up for me. Like, wow, like I'm still repeating this pattern. I still, I've been wanting love and I've been, you know, but I still don't really believe that I can have it because I'm still, um, dealing with this parental trauma, you know what I'm saying? And I think it just, it hurts even more when you don't know if you're ever going to get that apology. You don't ever, like, know if, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know, like, if 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 ever, like, things will get, you know, resolved. And it's like, you can't wait on it. That's not how life works. If you're sitting up waiting for a sorry, then shit, you're going to be sitting there till you blew in the face, you know? And, um, yeah, you know, so anyway, oh man, um, felt like I got a, a, a bit emotional there. So, but anyway, I think that's about it. I think that's a, I think that's about it, um, for this episode. Um, SZA's new album came out. <laughs> shoot i have been super excited for that let me tell you um SZA is one of my favorite artists i've been listening to SZA since like ninth grade eighth ninth grade man 
Like, man, it's been a while. And um, I just I just have always loved SZA. Always loved her style. Always loved just, I don't know, her voice, just her lyrics, the stuff that she talks about in her songs. Like, I just love music with feeling. I need something that I connect to. And it's funny because almost all of my favorite artists either have Gemini placements or Pisces placements. And I am both of those. I am a Gemini rising, Pisces sun through Venus, and Pisces south node. I have a lot of Pisces in my chart. And SZA has a Pisces moon. Janae Iko has a Pisces moon. There's another um, artist that has a Pisces moon as well. But yeah, I love, you know, people like Kendrick Lamar. Um, who else has Gemini? Not really sure at this time. But anyway, yeah, I just love musical feeling. Stuff that really, like, speaks to my emotions. You know what I'm saying? And the stuff that I'm going through in my life. So I am definitely going to be listening to SZA's album tonight. I'm going to put that as a question down below as well if you guys are listening on Spotify. Um, what's your favorite song off of SOS, bro? Like, let me know. Um, yeah. But anyway, guys. Make sure that you rate the podcast, subscribe if you have not subscribed, um, especially if this is your first time listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, just being here with me. Um, and yeah, go ahead and follow our Instagram at a Pisces Moon Podcast. And yeah, if you are listening, make sure that you screenshot, you know, on your phone and post it on your story and tag us at a Pisces Moon Podcast. Let us know that you are listening, okay? Also, follow my personal Instagram at iglistenintheSun underscore. And yeah, stay tuned for next week's episode. Um, We'll be to Christmas soon and then to New Year. So I definitely will be just doing an episode reflecting on this year and just how crazy 2022 was so stay tuned for that as well but yes guys i will um talk to y'all next time bye